Hello, everybody. Uh, this is kind of a different type of episode, even though I've done one in the past. Uh, so, I've done news episodes before, and uh, but they were honestly so much work, and my other job didn't really <laughs> work out with the time it took. Like there was, there was just not enough time in the in the day. Uh, to do a whole production on my own with a single take and have it not be a disaster. Uh, plus, I'd have to actually find news that I thought was interesting or weird, and it just isn't what I wanted to do ultimately. Uh, now, granted, I haven't done any kind of research or thinking at how I'm going to do these episodes but I thought it might be interesting to bring in a DC like news segment for like a week, like last week where I couldn't quite post a whole planned episode. Like, cause there's, there's some weeks where I just have a really big episode and it takes me a little bit longer to do it. But if I have one of these, I can just knock one of these out kind of quick and at least have something in the week. But, uh, Plus, there's, there's usually some big character updates on people I've already made an episode on, but it might not be enough of a, like, new story to justify a whole second episode, and then it's like, do I pick up where I left off, or, or what, you know? So, I think this will give me a chance to touch on updates, or big, cool news that happens while doing some minor production work, scene switching, stuff like that, and still being able to do it in a single take, which I personally prefer. Uh, I have no idea how much content there will be for even making these, and I don't know how often I'll make them, but I'm hoping they can be posted in addition to the normal episodes rather than replacing a normal episode. So, uh... I've, I've changed the scene. If uh, you're watching this, it's there's I'm like half the screen now and it's got graphics and all kinds of fun stuff. And I've made uh, different art pieces for each of the stories and a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, and these these episodes especially are more geared towards towards video audiences. So uh, if you, uh, I, I might try setting up my YouTube again, but I honestly don't care for the process of doing that because it's not really work I'm already doing. So it feels like extra, but who knows? Um, if you would like to be a member <laughs> and be able to watch this on video, you can go to vexcomics.com and hit the support button and all the instructions are there. It's pretty straightforward. You'll get access to like an unlimited library of movies and TV shows and early access to episodes of this podcast, including this episode. And, uh, I personally feel like it's a pretty good deal since it's kind of a pick your own price situation from $3 to $10. But what do I know? I just work here. So with the series intro and my self plug out of the way, uh, 
Today, I'm covering a couple stories, including uh, Darkseid, Superman, and the Dawn of DC. So the first story I have is about Darkseid. You know, the god of the planet apocalypse. He's kind of Thanos vibes, but he's way, way, way stronger than Thanos. But anyways, Darkseid has finally found a new match for his ultimate power. Uh, And it's kind of a lesser known Wonder Woman villain, which is an interesting tie-in because he just killed like these impossibly strong beings and Wonder Woman was going to be one of those beings. And this is one of her villains. So it's an interesting mix. Um, And it's the Olympian goddess uh, Hecate, which is interesting because during the conflict between the Titans and the Olympians, a bunch of powerful energy was released, which created the new gods, including Darkseid. So in a way, even though she more acts as a staple Wonder Woman villain, her actions in part created Darkseid. And we learn more about Hecate's story when Wonder Woman is taken prisoner by Cersei, another Olympian goddess. And Cersei tells Wonder Woman that after Zeus led the Olympians in a revolt against the Titans, he charged Hecate with one more task and the energies released by the olympian titan conflict had led to the emergence of new gods throughout the universe but they were afraid that some of them might try to conquer the weakened the weakened uh, olympus you know something that the olympians would know nothing about because that's what they were literally doing at the time and uh Zeus and Hecate cast a spell that would mask all traces of the Olympian Titan battle. And when the Olympians did reemerge, they appeared as just another group of gods, just uh, diff- on a different god realm planet, had nothing to do with nobody, and don't know nothing about nothing. They were just part of their own god system. And Cersei continues explaining that some of the new gods who emerged, such as Darkseid, just inherently believed that the Olympians were their own offspring, so they wouldn't really have any reason to conquer them since they were already above them on like the caste system of gods in their eyes. And I mean, Darkseid is one of the most powerful beings in the DC universe, uh, the embodiment of ultimate evil, uh, and to be able to cast a spell that tricks Darkseid like 100% is pretty impressive and kind of a serious, serious power. Since it's not like Hecate was using all of her power to make this happen either. It was just like a tool in her utility belt. But it kind of leads us into one of my favorite things within the DC Universe, where when Cersei's explaining Hecate's power... For the first time to the reader, it kind of retcons the history of the gods in the DC universe and gives us a pretty underrated and underutilized character new life with powers that already existed within them. Now, granted, Hecate was 
or has never directly been at odds with Darkseid, but she has been more utilized lately in the Rebirth era and Justice League Dark, so who knows? Um, she's not really well known um, as far as Wonder Woman villains go, but she's really only ever challenged, been challenged by Wonder Woman. And I mean, just the fact that she's been able to cast a spell to make Darkseid believe something totally different than what he actually believed is definitely something. Now, uh, I wouldn't feel right about doing a news episode without throwing in some spicy drama, which we luckily have thanks to our good old boy, Superman, who, if you didn't know, has been lost in deep, deep space like 10 trillion kilometers away, trying to find his way back. However, we just hit a point where Superman has kind of taken a pause on finding his way back, since he's too far out to really use anything at his disposal to even figure out a direction to head in to get back to Earth. So he decided to kind of settle on a populated planet that he found when he first became lost, that he named Kansas. (laughs) but kansas has its own problems um a group of space pirates came by noticed superman would be like an issue and made him a deal if he just steps aside and lets them do what they want to do steal what they want to steal in like one of the capital cities of kansas then they'll show him how to get home just like what a choice Well, Superman decides that he just can't let innocent people get hurt and prepares to defend the civilians of the city when suddenly a new challenger approaches, a brand new Green Lantern. And with her help, they defeat the space pirates and both kind of hang out on the planet afterwards. Now, Superman is a married man. He's got Lois Lane back on Earth, and he's an extremely faithful guy. But at the same time, the days on this planet are seconds on Earth. And while he was only gone a few hours Earth time to Superman, he's been gone for 20 years on this other planet. I'm just saying. Uh, Been gone what feels like 20 years doesn't know how he's gonna get home or if he even can and it had already been five years before the new green lantern lady showed up and with all the threats they face on earth and no superman being on earth who knows if there will even be an earth to go back to since he can't even hear it from where he is and that But there hasn't been any proof that Superman has been unfaithful yet. Yet. But the cover of the next issue coming out tells a different story with a picture of Superman and this new Green Lantern embraced in a pretty serious kiss. And I mean, it's pretty reasonable for Superman to think that even if he did find where Earth was and started heading in that direction, by the time he got back, there's no way to know if Lois would even still be alive. I'm just sound saying it sounds like juicy gossip to me. 
and I'll take any chance I have to run a hit piece on Superman since I don't really like him as a hero. But now for the big news. So if you didn't know, we are currently in the DC Rebirth era, which started in 2016 as a complete rebrand for all existing titles in an attempt to relay the groundwork of DC's future while still celebrating the past and present, Uh, which coincidentally is when I started getting back into comics after a small hiatus from starting my first job uh, way back when. So it was like perfect timing for me since I've really grown to enjoy the Rebirth era because it's almost like a remastered edition where they cover the same stories with a few minor changes, but those minor changes elaborate so much more like to different events and bring more relevance to like past and future events so that everything can get tied in together nice and neatly since it was kind of scattered before, which it not only affected the structure of the stories, but the brand as a whole to become the DC universe as opposed to DC comics or just DC. But as you may or may not know, the current continuity isn't necessarily releasing rebirth comics now, which is because the continuity and repercussions established by the rebirth continues into the new justice era which started in 2018 and then in 2021 it transitioned to infinite frontier which is when i started this podcast and then i guess in i mean that didn't last long at all um (laughs) and now in 2023 it is no longer infinite frontier and we have just now entered the dawn of dc Uh, and all of these aren't huge relaunches like the rebirth relaunch they're more of a soft reboot of certain characters and books and dawn of dc is the newest launch following the dark crisis storyline it explores a changed dc universe and includes a few ongoing series along with some new stories in a world where the justice league has been disbanded and have been replaced by the titans as the world's premier superhero team and while amanda waller most commonly known as the handler for the suicide squad and with the backing of the council of light she plots to destroy all metahumans on earth both heroes and villains she just decides to be done with them and have them all be killed pretty much Uh, So she starts offering a full pardon and expunged records to any surviving members of the secret society of supervillains who manages to kill a superhero. So they're transitioning pretty well into this new dark DC time period, which people seem to really enjoy after the popularity of the death metal series. So welcome to the new dawn of DC era. Uh, I'm planning on doing these kind of sporadically for now, mostly because I'm kind of boxed in by waiting for news to happen to be able to make an episode on it. And I'm not really sure how frequent that will be, but I'm 
sure there will always be something to talk about. So we'll see. And this one, because of the intro, will probably be a bit longer than future episodes. But I do really enjoy making these sorts of news type episodes because it's like little short stories that I can make as dramatic as I want. But that, that'll uh, do it for our first news episode. And uh, hopefully there will be more that I make. <laughs> we will see, though. <laughs> uh, again, if you would like to see the video version of this, because it includes a lot more, uh, you can go to vexcomics.com and click on the support button, and it's got all the instructions you need there. And you just pick any amount, and that's it. And you're good to go. Uh, okay, I will see you next time.